0: welcome everybody to the january 9th edition of cascadian views first one we've done in a while we had the holiday break and new year's and christmas and all that so uh well i wasn't sure we were actually going to be here uh by the time we did the show but we do have a speaker it took just an incredible amount of votes uh it was a four-day spectacle on c-span we got a lot of props from a lot of people for their coverage of it it was much better than c-span usually is uh mostly because c-span had their own cameras in the house um there was a bit of a misinformation sort of thing floating around on twitter i noticed uh it's not because there was no speaker uh people were saying that it's because there was no speaker who could issue orders for them to you know only be pointed at whatever 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 uh no c-span gets pretty regular invites to do this for big events um state of the union addresses in this case the swearing in of a new speaker they've had their own cameras in there for that process for the last four or five congressional sessions um and they just got to keep doing it until we got a speaker uh yeah so there is some potential though the c-span is going to be allowed to keep their own cameras in the house instead of relying on the government cameras, um, Mitch McConnell in the Senate, uh, noticeably, uh, he, let me be clear, Mitch McConnell has absolutely no say in this. It's, uh, it's a matter of the House yeah. rules and whatnot. He, he doesn't get a vote on this or anything. But he, he did start this morning off saying that he wished that C-SPAN would be able to continue doing that throughout the session. It was noticeably better than C-SPAN usually is. Uh, they They... Hand around the room. They highlighted moments of drama, and there were a lot. We're going to talk about several of them coming up in the, <laughs> the next little while. uh But did you guys have a chance to watch the C SPAN coverage?
1: Yeah, I think mostly I checked in, uh, I think the one morning when uh, you were at work, or no, I think the day you came home from work and you were sleeping. So I uh, did my best to kind of follow and, you know, follow along with the votes uh, and so I pulled it up on my computer and watched their coverage that day and I think it was might have been Thursday when I was following it that day but yeah yeah so that day I was watching and it was yeah it was
0: really nicely done how they were doing it yeah so it took 15 votes it was the longest speaker election in something like 160 years uh, yeah. Dating back to before the Civil War. Uh, yeah. M- McCarthy Not bled... that
2: has anything to do with it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's ominous. <laughs> uh, McCarthy bled votes throughout the first three days. Uh, on the first day, he had 19 opposers. On the second day, he had 20. Uh, Byron Donalds <laughs> began voting for himself as well. On the third day it was still 20 no's but then you had sparts uh begin voting present instead of voting for mccarthy uh which raised the number of no mccarthy votes but didn't raise the number of opposers uh and then on the fourth day after some high drama the the opposers basically fell apart he picked off Kind of a big group the first vote of the night i think he he gained seven votes and then he started going through one by one and getting the people he needed to get he gave away a lot we're starting to hear starting to hear some of what's coming out in terms of what he gave away the rules package is being worked on as we speak um apparently there's going to be no clean debt ceiling bill Which means there probably is not going to be a debt ceiling bill uh the freedom caucus got a number of seats three i believe on the house rules committee uh they also got a couple of their members appointed to the republican steering committee which is historically kind of an important uh caucus on the the republican party side and Uh, He also agreed to a single member motion to vacate. That means uh, any member can call a vote to kick him out. It's basically the American version of a no confidence vote. Um, I did see there's a little bit of disagreement on whether or not that's going to include Democrats. Um historically, no the, the House rules package has only allowed the party in power to remove the speaker. That's not a motion that a minority party member can make uh but McCarthy seemed to be wording things that he wanted any member of the House to be able to take him out uh and the freedom caucus were the ones wanting to restrict it to the Republican caucus, which i i think mccarthy's hoping for like a rally around the flag sort of deal with that but we'll see where they settle on yeah i
1: see that at least the house has in the last hour just passed the rules package okay so i'm not sure exactly where that did come out it's gonna take us hours to (laughs) read exactly they did pass it so however uh, yeah there was at least a little bit of drama that moderate republicans were going to withhold their votes but you know, i guess like they always do they capitulated so
2: yeah <laughs> if moderate republicans wanted to do something they had their chance earlier this week
0: exactly they yeah they gave up the ghost there was a lot of flirting with the idea of a bipartisan speaker um in fact a mosh Justin Amash showed up yeah. on Capitol fucking hill <laughs> putting himself out there saying that he was ready to serve. Uh, but in the Pretty end none of that. None of that came to fruition. There were a couple moderate Republicans who were getting kind of fed up with the whole thing, and then the logjam broke for McCarthy and so it didn't. Yep. Um, and I guess there was one Republican defection on the rules vote uh tony gonzalez from texas voted against it uh joining with all democrats so there was 213 Mm -hmm. votes against
2: 224 okay you know if the omnibus uh, budget or rather the ban on omnibus budget (laughs) ended up making it through i i'm
0: Not seeing that in the CNN article I'm reading, and I do have the PDF of the House rules, and it is long, (laughs) so it's not something I'm going to get through at this moment. That'll be reading for tonight. Mm. I know
2: they were pushing for it, and that would be just absolute chaos if that ended up
0: going. Single subject bills get it did get in there. That's been a want for a while. God, right. Yeah, uh apparently part of the uh the horse trading to get the votes for McCarthy included uh committee seats as well or at the very least that was apparently Matt Gates's final request. Uh this led to one of the more dramatic moments um where a a GOP representative got up and really got in Gates' face to the point where a couple other lawmakers had to jump up and hold him back uh McCarthy right. who was uh strolling away at that point turned back around uh when people started yelling fight in the uh in the house it was it was physical uh i i wouldn't go so far as to say it was a natural fight but it got very close um that's that's not a good look, right? No, it's right? terrible. It's absolutely terrible. They nearly got into a fistfight on the floor of the house. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, some banana it was... Republic shit. It, it it
1: honestly looks like they coerced Gates' vote by, you know, nearly slugging him. So, yeah, it looks terrible.
0: <laughs> and funnily enough, it's caused uh, Matt Gates to look like the reasonable one. There are a lot of, of of Republicans standing up for Gates and and saying this dude was off the hook. Mm-hmm. You know, even all, though, yeah, it's it's Matt freaking Gates. So
2: <laughs> good God. Well, the really good news is they voted to take out the metal detectors, so the members can now be packing on the floor. So
0: dad yeah, Dan mentioned that in one of our follow alongs. You know, Just this oh. kind
2: of thing can get much more interesting going forward.
0: Uh, One of the other crazies looking reasonable throughout this whole thing uh, was Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is (laughs) an absolute nutcase, but was Mm -hmm. fairly important on the Republican side as a voice for Kevin McCarthy. Not only did she nominate him (laughs) a couple times, not only did she, you know, really give speeches in his favor, but towards the end of it, She's she's getting Donald Trump to call Matt Gates, tell him to sit the fuck down, basically. She was really instrumental in getting this over the line, which is strange to me. Um, especially when you look at her spirit sister in the house there, Bobert, who is yeah. one of yeah. the final holdouts from this.
1: Like, they kind of want I mean clearly you know she was promised something or made the calculation that you know this was her next step up the ladder was you know,
0: getting on board the mccarthy train so i think it's exactly that actually i i think i don't know when it happened it's not like this is the moment that happened but this is the moment that showed me at least that green sees being a congressperson as a job she is going to have for a while like this is now a career for her
1: her well her job is well her job is safe she's in a republican district that can never ever be you know never ever be taken away from her
0: yeah but the idea of the swamp includes these members that have been around forever. These are the people who want term limits in Congress yeah, and whatnot. This true. is, I can completely see when, when green shows up to Congress her freshman year, she doesn't plan on being there that long, maybe four or six years or something. She can throw grenades. She doesn't have to care because she's not going to be around for the mess. Uh, and just the way she was acting And the way that she was, it's weird to talk about this because I I look at that side and I just see nothing but dysfunction. She was actively trying to build coalitions. She was trying to get people around to a certain side. She was trying to do something. She was trying to legislate. Uh, And and that is a different side to her than we have seen previously. And my hypothesis, at least, is that she has decided that she is going to be here a while that she is going to in fact have to deal with the messes that that are created, sure, yeah,
1: and she does have to look over her shoulder for electoral juggernaut Marcus flowers, so
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean she clearly you know doesn't just want to be a bomb thrower forever, she wants to have at least some influence within the Republican party not just with you know the the rubes out there in the hinterlands she wants people in congress to listen to her and part of that's going to be having some influence with the incoming speaker of the house so yeah yeah i think that's what you know i think that's definitely part of the game here
0: Did you guys watch the nominating speech on the third day? I put it on as I was falling asleep. Um, It was the one where they had uh, the House Freedom Caucus guy nominate McCarthy as, like, this express all the branch to the holdouts.
1: Mm.
0: No, I didn't see that one. If you didn't, it was notable to me by the fact that it trashed, like, their last five leaders in it uh all as this defense of kevin mccarthy and he's like he's not a paul ryan he's not a john Boehner, and he just went through a list i mean the, the first one that he didn't mention i think was hastert uh just going down a, a laundry list of how every single republican leader has fucked them basically and how McCarthy's going to be different he's not going to be like those other guys yeah mm-hmm. and and it really struck me as the, that one meme that I posted in the meme thread about hey liberals slams car door on own dick. It <laughs> it really struck me as pretty much the perfect encapsulation of that. Uh, it was it was just a very weird moment. I mean we celebrated Pelosi and Pelosi did not go out on top. Like, she did not retire on her own terms, really. She retired with a loss. It was a closer yeah. loss than we thought she was going to have, so she definitely deserves some credit. But it's it's not one of those things where, you know, you retire after winning this big, huge election because you want to leave in your prime or whatnot. She very much limped out the back door, and we still had that time to celebrate her we do that with harry Reid too uh we look at our past leaders and we are very happy with them even when they don't work out quite as as sex success, successfully as we wanted on the republican side it is very different it's like that episode of The Next Generation where Riker has to go on uh, Officer Exchange on the Klingon ship, and he's expected to, like, kill the captain to reestablish order and shit. It's really, like, looking at that sort of situation.
1: Well, I mean, the guy, he's got, I mean, something of a point in that, you know, McCarthy is a different breed from boehner and ryan in that you know those guys at least nominally were willing to resist the freedom caucus and all this nonsense and mccarthy's whole theory of managing the republican caucus is that he's not gonna do that you know his whole management of the Republican caucus and his whole idea of how he's going to do this is that he's just going to give them everything he want everything they want preemptively that was his whole plan and what how he was going to avoid this floor fight in the first place was that he was just going to give Gates and Jordan and everything give them everything they wanted and that was kind of how he ought you know Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene on his side in the first place, and that's why you know Jordan was basically on his side throughout the whole thing, and it was kind of the controlled opposition, bringing people on board. So yeah, I mean he is different from Boehner and Ryan and you know some of these other guys.
2: <laughs> and I mean I think what you just said could be boiled down as they wanted to govern in some fashion. <laughs> he does not. Whatever he wants to do is speaker. Right. Isn't that?
1: He just wants to be speaker. (laughs) He he
2: does not want
1: to be the guy that you know loses again, and and that was kind of what happened to him last time in twenty fifteen when, when Boehner stepped down, when everything kind of blew up in his face, and he couldn't be speaker anymore. You know, McCarthy was next in line, and a lot of the more senior Republicans basically decided he wasn't ready for the job, and so they went with Ryan instead but you know he doesn't want that to happen to him this time either so you know he's kind of sold his soul preemptively and they almost took it from him this time too except it wasn't the senior republicans it was you know all the lunatics who said well you you gave us everything but you know there was nothing else for him to
0: nothing else for him to give because they still wanted some kind of blood sacrifice uh, Josh Marshall said that he imagined we were going to end up at a place where after they negotiated this with McCarthy, they were going to say, "Okay, we want all that, but now just switch out McCarthy."
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> give 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 us
1: something else. You know, give us give us your skin. <laughs>
0: um, on kind of related note to that that discussion we just had, does this vote vindicate Boehner's uh, speakership? It it really I don't know if it's just looking back with rose-colored glasses, but he he danced on the knife's edge, but he did manage the Freedom Caucus and was able to to govern in that House. Um, I mean, until he couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> and then they kicked yeah. him out. <laughs> but I mean, when you look at how badly Paul Ryan performed in that job, trying to do the same thing, and then Kevin McCarthy just giving up all pretense. Uh, of having a serious legislative body in the house it it does make me feel (laughs) like you know like Boehner did something for the country like it, it rehabilitated his image in a certain way
1: yeah i mean he was definitely probably one of the one of the better one of the better attempts and i think he was definitely one of the ones that wore his frustration on his sleeve a lot more the other guys you know ryan was you know completely subservient to trump and was unwilling to definitely unwilling to do anything except you know what trump what trump wanted and so he cast aside you know all of his you know pretensions to intellectualism and being a budget hawk and anything about that and just went on board with the trump agenda and yeah, McCarthy is just taking this uh you know Freedom Caucus first and going for a ride. And <laughs> Boehner at least had the nominal notion that, you know, the world should not blow up on his watch. That was that was at least right. his philosophy.
2: <laughs> he, he I mean I don't know (laughs) i still have a chip on my shoulder about boehner but Mm -hmm. because obama really did make such a good faith effort yeah to do a bipartisan budget and boehner just took a dump on it yeah yeah exactly but you know it's kind of like this whole thing is the graph of the last few decades like newt gingrich actually made deals with clinton Bainer sort of played ball with Obama then <laughs> you've got Ryan right. now
1: you've got McCarthy it's just a continued degeneration from each one to the next I mean I guess there's there's a pedophile in the middle but
0: yeah <laughs> hey Dan to answer your question from earlier they did do away with omnibus budgets it's gotta be 12, oh, 12 separate appropriation bills with individual votes good
1: uh, f- fucking <laughs> luck separating that through this oh, congress Jesus.
2: <laughs> what has he let himself in for? Oh my God. I also kind of wonder if they really, if they've thought through some of the things that they want.
0: This is a 55 page rules package, it is one mil. 55 pages, and all it does is set up the house. Why is it this long? Is this like a normal length for
1: this, by the way? I've actually I never really, yeah, looked through a rules package before. As rarely has it been that important. but
0: <laughs> I mean, a 55 page bill is kind of what I expect for something like I, I don't know, establishing a safety regulation for cars or something? It does not seem like this should be this complicated. It is like a Christmas tree. Everything he gives them has its own, like, section heading and shit. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Uh, so, one of the other kind of moments of drama, we're gonna get to two more, at least that I'm aware of, but uh, on... Day one, um, AOC was pulled aside first by Matt Gates and then by Paul Gossard. Uh Had a decently long discussion with both of them. Uh, and it, it was quite a mystery for a while. It had more or less the entire internet uh, intrigued by what could be going on there. Dan, I think you were the one who pulled up information about uh, what our office said was happening
1: yeah yeah i think it was uh eventually was the la times i want to say that uh, eventually came up with uh what the subject of discussion was between them and it was that uh gosar was seeking reassure reassurance from aoc that the democrats were not going to bail out McCarthy, basically, because on the first day, McCarthy pulled a bluff that uh, he he had heard that the Democrats were going to help him out by leaving at some point and lowering the threshold for the vote, and that the rebels were all going to be in big trouble when they did so. And so they had all better get on board while they still could. And so, yeah, this was Gosar and then later Gates getting together with AOC, kind of asking for some verification of whether this was true. And AOC kind of laughed and told him, nope, this was bullshit. McCarthy was full of it. And so, yeah, it was just this weird kind of horseshoe moment because, yeah, as we kind of pointed out in the chat, gosar has put on the internet death threats against her yeah So yeah yeah weird weird stuff
0: oh hold on i just want to be fully accurate here because i think it makes it much more hilarious not just death threats death threats in the form of anime memes (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
1: freaking weirdo weird weird dude
0: uh all right before we get to the third moment of drama here i just want to comment on my read through of the rules package here they spend two-thirds of a page 17 lines on regulations for the use of house exercise rooms and how specifically they are not to be provided to anybody even former members of congress who would normally have access to the exercise room anybody who is now a lobbyist. So of these 55 pages, something like yeah, something like 3% of it has been spent on on that.
1: The 3 pages on how no, gyms can't be used by lobbyists.
0: 3 quarters of a page. Each three page, yeah. Of a page. Each page has 25 lines. They spend 17 lines of page 30 specifically on no lobbyist in the house gyms.
2: I mean if they would go a step further and say no lobbyists in the house, they might be onto something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh just uh to, to quote from this, uh page thirty exercise facilities for former members during the 118th Congress one the house of representatives may not provide access to any exercise facility which is made available exclusively to members and former members officers and former officers of the house of representatives and their spouses to any former member former officer or spouse who is a lobbyist registered under the lobbying disclosure act of 1995 or any successor statute and who is, or who is an agent of a foreign principal as defined in Clause 5 of Rule 25, for pur- for purposes of the subsection, the term member includes a delegate or resident commissioner of Congress to the Committee of House Administration shall promulgate regulations carry out the subsection. Seems like something that is a little bit small for the House Rules Package.
1: Yeah, it, it seems like the sort of thing that they want to be seen having done.
0: It is it is fifty-five pages long. This takes up three quarters of a page. It's it's like three percent of this <laughs> of this document is the exercise room. That that can't be something separate. You think the house rules package is like the big things.
2: Apparently not.
0: All right. Uh oh, They do adopt mandatory anti harassment and anti discrimination policies. I can't believe that wasn't a fight. Knowing knowing who who's on that side. Matt Gates should have held out to remove that. He should have. All right. The uh, third moment of drama from the House Speaker vote, uh, the one that kind of ended it all, Trump started calling representatives on the House floor as the vote was going. Uh, specifically, the House was voting to adjourn. They were going to give it up till Monday and then come back and start again. Uh, and towards the end of that vote, Trump, who I assume was watching along on TV, probably on C SPAN because they provided such great coverage, uh, started calling Gates uh, and other. Freedom Caucus Republicans. Uh, At that point, the vote started turning against the motion to adjourn. They gave it one last college try, a a last hurrah, and that's what dragged McCarthy over the line. Trump has been surprisingly unwilling to take credit, in fact, downplaying his involvement, uh, telling people it wasn't really up to him and he wasn't involved in this, whereas the Trump-aligned Republicans have been doing everything they can to say that Trump was the one who did this and everybody owes him a debt i I think trump feels mccarthy is gonna fail and he doesn't want to be associated with this (laughs)
1: very well be i mean the man's got the stink of loser so (laughs) trump doesn't want any more of it on him yeah all right
0: uh anything else that you guys took away from that House vote?
2: Well, I have a question for Go us for. to consider as a group, um, and I'm actually asking it because my dad asked me the other day <laughs> on one of my uh, occasional calls home. He said that, you know, if the Democrats knew that the end result was that McCarthy would become speaker anyway, did they make a tactical error by not helping him get there? before he promised all kinds of crazy-ass stuff.
0: I don't think so. I Maybe I owe this more thought, but putting that dysfunction on display was, I think, an important act of symbolism, um, mm-hmm. showing people they get what they pay for, um, and also demonstrating that one of them stands behind their ideas. I do see some value in being the adults in the room but uh, i mean the time for that was like years ago uh the inmates are running the asylum and i don't want to pretend otherwise (laughs) dan how do you feel about that yeah i mean
2: trying to hmm
1: I mean that that seems like as good a way to put it as anything else. Okay. Right. Um right, I'll
0: tell Yeah, well so here's the other thing which I posted in a comment in the thread uh behind my my reason they shouldn't get behind McCarthy is I don't necessarily think a paralyzed house is is worse at this point um, we do curtail our ability to pass legislation but I mean we would have already been there with a Republican majority house anyway I mean yeah, right. basically a house that can't function is not as good as a win for us, but pretty close. Uh, mm-hmm. I would have preferred it if they had just never been able to pick a speaker and not gavel in, because now Jim Jordan has subpoena power over a bunch of shit. But in terms of what they can actually do um, to obstruct agendas, fuck it. Let the house not do shit. Exactly. We don't need them to confirm judges. We don't need them to confirm appointees. It all goes through the Senate, which is functioning fucking normally. Uh, We can stock the levers of power for after Biden just fine without the House. We can't pass new laws. But we already have some pretty good laws on the books. Like, we can mess around with the regulations. We can rule by executive order for a while and people are going to be pissy about it, but if you're like a judge examining this you have to recognize the fact that congress is not choosing not to do anything congress is unable to do anything it's not like they're hearing these bills deciding it's not a problem and moving on to something else it's that nothing's going to pass out of this body for like the next year and a half so who cares
1: i mean the only thing we really need them for is passing a budget and they're going to be obstructionist on that anyway or you know raising the debt ceiling so
0: we don't even fucking need them for raising the debt ceiling i am 100 percent behind minting the, the coin, coin. Yeah, mint the fucking or, coin
1: just 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 get it over with yeah whatever non-meme equivalent biden's gonna come up with i'm sure but it, it's yeah. gonna be
0: the coin the coin is the only way he can do it <laughs> every single other piece of currency has to be, uh, minted on the authority of Congress. The executive branch has been delegated the authority to mint coins. They specify the denominations of those coins for every single other type of coin. The one loophole is the platinum coin, which Congress gave them the authority to mint in any denomination they chose. The The very fact that this was the one coin that they chose not to catch it to indicates that Congress made a choice to allow them to be demented, uh, minted in any denomination they wanted. They knew what the standard was for passing coins. They made an active choice to use different wording this time. The coin is legally unassailable. There is, there is <laughs> no way a judge stands there and says the coin's illegal. It it, it just can't happen. So therefore, it is the, it is the only... The only way around this whole thing just mint the fucking coin go deposit it in in the federal reserve and forget about the debt ceiling it, it it doesn't magic money out of nowhere you would only get a surplus in i don't even know how to pronounce this fancy ass word it's it's seniorage or something s-e-i-g-n-o-r-a-g-e um it, it wouldn't affect the market at all the dow would probably you know take a shit for a day or two while everybody tries to figure out what's going on and then it'll recover and it just gets the whole thing behind us mint the fucking coin
1: yep but yeah i mean it's it's better than a default which would be a disaster on every possible level so
0: yeah uh Krugman wants us to mint the coin uh, he doesn't even think the market effects will be that bad uh in fact, I over exaggerate what he said would happen his His thought was the Dow would probably tank two hundred points and then get over it yeah it, it the the Dow tanks five hundred you know five hundred points when
1: we gonna get, get a good jobs report right now right. so yeah <laughs> exactly.
0: So, there you go. Yeah. I, I just, I want Biden to walk in there, say he has a clean debt ceiling bill, they say no, he says okay, up seven walks away, they ask him where he's going, he says he's going to mint the fucking coin. Like that, I want <laughs> to see that happen. I want there to be TV cameras, and then I want him to mint the coin, I want him to personally walk that shit over to the Federal Reserve and drop it in, in the bank account. Just, you yeah. know, Yep. yep. No, none yep. of that money ever hits the public it's not something the government is handing out we're not going to get inflation from this it is purely an accounting trick to make the debt ceiling not fucking matter <laughs> There is there is almost zero economic harm from doing this it is just a trick on paper to resolve the fact that for some fucking reason congress gets to mandate the president spend money on things through a budget and then also has to make him borrow the money and then also has to give him permission to go borrow that money it, it's just it no other country acts like this just get rid of the fucking debt ceiling mint the fucking coin i i have been on crusade about this for like the last week i, I really have <laughs> It, like, every one of my Twitter comments is about minting the fucking coin. <laughs> Just mint the coin.
2: I uh, would okay. oh, make it to see them do that.
0: I. It's really... I, I think at this point it's the only way out. I really do. I, there's no way the House is going to pass a clean debt ceiling bill. Uh, They're going to mandate it that, that it be paired with uh, spending cuts. You're going to have a choice there. You can either reduce the spending on military, which normally had before, but we've actually sent, like, billions of dollars worth of our hardware to Ukraine, and we kind of need to build it back up. So now is maybe not the time to cut defense spending, but if you don't cut defense spending, you have to basically eliminate Social Security and Medicaid. There's there's just no way this is a realistic discussion uh when we're doing it to ourselves none of this has to happen the united states is not backsliding into bankruptcy our, our credit is fine we carry our the interest we pay in our debt is lower than inflation it is free money over time this is the stupidest thing in the fucking world i i do not understand why we do it to ourselves I can tell by the, the pregnant pause after that, that you all agree with me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of this very old holdover relic that we've kind of failed to dispatch like the Senate and all these other things, just because it's really, really hard to amend our constitutional structure, (sighs) but yeah yeah and now that now that we've got a you know a a terrorist party basically it uh now is a weapon that gets used against us so
0: yep (laughs) all right so anything else you guys want to mention
2: um I think we talked about the Georgia grand jury and Brazil.
0: Oh yeah. Other... Uh do you want to update us, appla? Excuse me. I should learn how to talk one of these days. You want to update us on the grand jury?
2: <laughs> um yeah, well what we know at this point is basically that they've finished their work. So what they were looking into was allegations that the Trump campaign and various people associated with it were um improperly trying to influence election results in Georgia which is unquestionably true <laughs> we know it happened
0: yeah um, you talked about it on TV <laughs>
2: yeah also the Georgia Secretary of State recorded Trump calling so <laughs> but um In terms of next steps, there are two things that can happen, which aren't directly related to each other. One is that they could publicly release the grand jury's findings, you know, which isn't automatic, but it is something that they could decide to do. And the other thing is that a follow on grand jury could now, based on whatever those findings were, recommend indictments, which I'm sure is where it's going next. They haven't been carefully building this case for nothing.
0: So I learned something in the coverage of this that I did not realize was a thing. Uh, I didn't realize grand juries work differently in, in different States, uh, in Georgia, they do not decide whether to indict or not. Yeah. 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 That's, Hmm. They, they produce a report that like identifies the case and the strength of the evidence and whatever. And they deliver that to the prosecutor And based on that report, the prosecutor makes the decision, I guess, uh, from what I was understanding, but that's a real big difference between like how I just thought the generic justice system worked. Yeah,
1: that's different from what I would have anticipated
2: as well. So yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It's not (laughs) nothing about the grand jury actually directly the Georgia grand jury directly leads to indictments unless someone takes further action.
0: I guess we're going to find out on the 24th of January, if the report's going to be made uh public. Right. And then the grand jury report makes a recommendation. Uh, according to the, uh, the judge, they are recommending that their report be made public uh but the judge has uh, to make the decision on that uh and then actually i i was incorrect they don't hand it over to the uh the prosecutor chris I, I think i misinterpreted what you said i think you were exactly right they hand it over to a second grand jury a second grand jury which
2: decides yeah, to take yeah
0: which then reads the report and then decides whether or not to place charges
2: because the one that was just impaneled and heard all the evidence they're tired <laughs> you they need a new jury to do it
0: yeah that's just weird but uh we are expecting a prosecution to come out of this right it, it can't not be like you guys just said they spent all this time building this fucking case i'm cussing a lot today i should stop that <laughs> The fucking new Are we in
1: danger of our rating? Uh, you
0: know, no, actually, uh, I got an email from Apple and preemptively marked us as mature <laughs> audiences.
1: Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. well,
0: yeah, they said they were going to be doing an investigation to conclude if we were appropriate or not. Uh, and one of the recommended options I could do to just not have the investigation and a potential strike was just go ahead and voluntarily mark it as mature. So that's what I did. I see. Okay, fair enough
2: appropriate for
0: (laughs) who uh and then yeah we should talk about Bolsonaro and Brazil Bolsonaro who may or may not be an illegal alien in Florida at this moment they're looking (laughs) into it
1: like I think his visa's been revoked from what I understand like it automatically got revoked when his term expired so yeah (laughs) <laughs> he's not here legally from what i understand
2: it,
0: it would be so great if he's hanging out of mar-a-lago and trump gets busted for like harboring <laughs> uh but uh so he, he also was just checked into the hospital today um right. apparently he's had he, he's had more or less continuing um issues with abdominal pain ever since he, he he got stabbed in front of everybody in 2018 giving that that speech right, yeah. <laughs> so that's it's apparently causing him some issues again he checked himself in the hospital mm-hmm. uh, this comes a day after uh, Brazil had basically their 1-6 uh, far right supporters of Bolsonaro rioted across the country they stormed a lot of big symbolic government buildings, the president's residence, the Supreme Court, uh, a few different national museums and whatnot, caused a lot of unrecoverable damage to a lot of, of national art treasures. They have gone the opposite of how the U.S. decided to handle this. Um, basically, the court removed from power the governor accused of not doing enough to stop this. They've sent out the military and have made over a thousand arrests so far. They're just arresting people in mass. Uh, they are bringing down the absolute hammer of justice, not only on the people who did shit, but the people who were in positions of power and chose to do nothing about it. Uh, kind of a mirror image of how we handled things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh lula was sworn in a few days ago so this is just i think them realizing that q is not going to save them and it's all bullshit.
1: so kind of after the fact they had to yeah make one last attempt yeah but bolsonaro wasn't there to rally the troops i suppose unlike trump
0: uh he did go on i think it was twitter Saying that this is terrible, everybody should stop this. He had nothing to do with this. Um, which is kind of more than Trump did, so there is that. That's nice. Yeah. Uh by the way, the so he does, I guess, have um a valid visa as of now. It did not automatically expire. However, oh Brazil can revoke it. Um <laughs> they have not asked the U.S. to revoke that. He he does have a diplomatic visa. Um, and Brazil themselves has to be the one to request that that gets canceled. The U.S. has said that they would uh, treat seriously any decision on, on that if Brazil were to ask, which basically seems like it's begging them to ask. <laughs>
2: our dream of a new Mar-a-Lago raid could come true. Yeah. (laughs) It was an INS raid or something. Yeah, that would be spectacular.
0: Oh, that'll be the best. Now it does say that it's possible Bolsonaro's visa will expire. I guess uh 30 days. 30 days after he was removed from his position, it will automatically expire unless Brazil makes a request before then. So. uh, He could also, within those 30 days, apply for a change of immigration uh, status. I don't know. Hmm. He also does have friendly people in Congress. He could probably get another diplomatic passport. Somebody can hire him as their, like, liaison officer or some shit
2: and it can't be that part of venezuela he's not gonna go to venezuela
0: <laughs> bolsonaro the fascist is no. not gonna move to the communist country
2: i know yeah
0: i guess see am going to chile that's a lot further than So, all right, then. I think that just about does it. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for joining me this week, guys. And I'll see you again next week. Yeah, it's going to be
2: back. All the stuff Congress is doing.
0: Or not doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.
2: Bye. Bye.